Money FM 89.3, best of your money. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. I've been hearing a lot of parents saying, I had no idea homeschooling was going to be this tough. So I wanted to do this show. It's a, an ongoing situation, a global pandemic, and it has had vast implications for the education sector. 91.3% of the world's student population is now out of class because so many schools have closed, of course. And in light of Singapore closing schools, they've been e-learning protocols rolled out and home-based learning happening probably as we speak. So how can we make this as effective as face-to-face learning? And how can students make the most of this situation? I'm delighted to welcome to Influence Christian Sola. He's principal of the International French School Singapore. Here to share more about how schools can ensure continuity in education in the face of COVID-19 and give you some great tips as well, parents. First up, good morning, Christian. How are you? Uh, good morning, you're on fine in this uh, very troubled period, but uh, well, we are fine, yes. That's good to know. All right, now, parents, though, may feel they haven't had any training when it comes to homeschooling, and I'm hoping we can help them out here, our parents listening in. What advice, Christian, can you give mums and dads who are listening in who are struggling with homeschooling? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a very good question, you know. If you look at the condition of learning, okay, uh, I would say the first, at first, at first, the first thing I would say, okay, the parents, they are not teachers. And I can understand it is difficult for them to adapt. Uh, That means probably they will need more patience and to realize that their child at the moment is a student. And the child and the student is not exactly the same behavior you can have Mm. with, uh, with, I would say, the, the, the two person who are actually only one. And uh, I, I would say, the, well, if you look at what the neurosciences they say, okay, the first conditions to learn, okay, is to be able to focus. That means you need a nice environment when the student is able to focus on his work. Mm. That means to be calm, to be in a place he really likes, in a place he has probably put a few things he is he, comfortable with. And, uh, uh, you know, all the conditions of uh, learning uh, at first is to be able to focus. That's the, the first condition. The, the second condition, I would say, is engagement. You have to be engaged in your, uh, in, in your learning and obviously for the teachers in their teaching. And to be engaged, you need the support of your parents. You need probably to have a social link with your friends through the phone, through uh, the social network, through uh, etc. And obviously what you need is engagement of the teachers every day who are going to be in contact with you to be engaged okay, in, in this learning. The third, the third tip I would say, it's about mistakes. Mm. The, the parents, they don't like when their child, they make mistakes, which is normal. But actually, it's a normal process of, uh, it's a normal process of learning. And I think it's the, the parents, they have to, to accept that their students, they are going to make mistakes. That's normal, but that's a way of learning and if you make mistakes, that's the way you are going to learn. The fourth point, the fourth point, the fourth tip, I would say it's about consolidation. Consolidation. If, when you learn something, you learn, you have to consolidate. And there are two steps to consolidate. The first one is to memorize. 
I'm not going to insist because everybody knows that. You know, mem- memorization of what you learn is mm. very important. But the second one, which is very important, it's health and sleep. If you don't maintain good health, that means some exercise through the day. Uh, if you don't uh, have a, a minimum of little exercise to do every day, that's uh, it's going to be a bit difficult to to last. And the very last thing is to have a good sleep. You don't learn if you don't sleep properly, and that means it's very important to have a routine every day. Okay. To go, uh, to go to bed uh, at the same time and to, in the morning to enter in the routine of getting up and getting and going for, for your work. That means it, during your sleep, actually, you've got a, a kind of rearrangement of your neurons in your, in your brain. Mm-hmm. And that's very important that during this time of sleep, you, you, you actually, actually you learn without realizing you are learning what, what you learned the day before. That, that would be my, my, uh, my four uh, advices. You know, it's about you know, being focused, being engaged, to accept mistakes, and consolidate and have a good sleep and good uh, hygiene exercise and a good sleep. That's really great advice, Christian. Thank you. So we've talked to the parents. Can you share some tips now for the little ones, the students who are learning from home? They could be little, they could be 16, could be 18. What are some of the best practices and tools that you've come across that you can share maybe with students when it comes to home learning? Yes, so of course. Well, the first, the first thing I would say is routine. Okay, that means you have to accept to be in a routine. That means every day to know they are going to work at, uh, uh, with a, a plan. That means the first thing they have to do is to get organized. The, the, even the little ones, they have to know that at 9 o'clock, I don't know, they're going to do some, I don't know, French, English, or some math, or they have to know that uh, at 5 o'clock they are going to do some exercise. That means to have a minimum of planning of the day. Uh, that would be my, my first, uh, uh, my first, exercise, uh, my first uh, advice. The other thing is, uh, in, when you are learning by yourself, it's a lot more intense. That means you can't have a long, long time, especially the little ones, you can't have a long, 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 long time sitting down. That means they need to move a little bit, and that's really important. And my third advice, it would be just to uh, maintain the social link with their friends through the phone, through the social media, uh, and uh, I think it's very important to have this uh, uh, social link to, to the, with their parents, with their grandparents, and uh, with, uh, the, I would say, their usual community. Just wonderful tips here. Do you think that home-based learning, let's still address the parents, some suggest that this can be an opportunity for parents to reclaim their roles as the key stewards in a child's education. To what extent do you agree with this, Christian? Either way, that's very interesting because they are going to have a, a, another look on their child. Definitely, they are going to discover them on, uh, on another side, probably on one side they don't know. And uh, that's going to be very important for them and to take into account probably uh, in, uh, later. That means it's going to change a lot of things. This period is going to change a lot of things because everybody is questioning himself about friendship, about work, about education, about 
everything. Mm-hmm. And what you say, yes, well, I really think it's a time for the parents to realize how difficult it is sometimes to, to learn something, uh, how difficult it is to teach, and uh, uh, to go to this role, I can imagine for the parents it's a real challenge, and, but it's worth. It's definitely worth to go through this challenge. All right. Are there lessons from home-based learning that you're seeing now, Christian, the way it's being conducted, that can possibly help with the future planning for crises? Ah, uh, but the, what, what we are uh, actually looking at now, it's all the benefits we can have. Obviously, it's not very funny to be at home and not to be able to, to go out. But what we have to look at it, it's uh, uh, the, the other way around. That means which kind of benefits could we have from uh, this uh, uh, home-based learning? And uh, I really think that uh, it's a good opportunity and it's a good lesson for schools to develop autonomy. Uh, we, we can really we can realize that uh, the, the students they have to become autonomous very quickly, and it's probably a way of uh, uh, I would say develop these uh, soft skills. Um, if you look at it after that, yes, I think uh, um, it's going to change quite a few things because we are discovering another way of, of teaching and another way of relating with the students and. Uh, the other thing we are discovering is actually the attitude or the behavior of the students okay, is not the same in class and in front of the screen. And sometimes you discover that actually the students, they be, behave you know, uh, a certain way in, uh, in, uh, in class, they are good students, and in, in front of the screen, actually they are a bit lost. Yes. That means and that exists, and the opposite way too. And that means when the students in the class they are a bit shy, or you know they they, they don't really uh, um, exercise their voice, etc. And when they are in front of the screen, they are very comfortable. That means really the 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 relationship through the screen is going to be developed because it's obviously developed other soft skills that we don't do when it's uh, uh, direct teaching. Really great talking to you and fascinating to hear that the next challenge for institutions as well might be for educators to learn to engage with screen personalities and how to bring out the best of students when they're behind a screen. Uh, I think we could do a whole show on that another day, but thank you so much for joining us, Christian. Thank you very much. Uh, well, it was a pleasure. He's Christian Sola, principal of the International French School, Singapore. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.